Wakanda. Welcome. Yeah, I like it repeated itself though. Like it didn't it wasn't flush. I mean, we're just kinda trying out, you know, different different beats right now. So oh, okay. for the intro. So that's what we're gonna be doing. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna do. But hey. we're back. It's been a minute, but we're back. Another one. Yeah. So we are, I don't even know, maybe this is number eight? I've lost count. I think it's number eight, so. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, and we have been having a little bit of fun, I think, since the last time. So we've just been kind of occupied, but we're going to just jump right in because we obviously have a way busier life now. We have a... uh, how old is he? Ten months. Ten He'll month. be eleven this month. Ten months old. So yeah, lots more busy than we were when we first started lovers. So we're gonna jump right in. Bright so but yes, he is. He is. Oh, and we celebrated our one year anniversary in September. September thirtieth. Yep. September thirtieth, two thousand seventeen. So, woo! One year, we made it. Uh, play that. Song by Soldier Boy. Dun, 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 I don't know dun, about that song. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know oh, about that song. Okay. We could play "It's Our Anniversary." I don't yeah. know who sings that song. Yeah, we like that song. Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. So, um, what we're gonna get into today, um, you know, there's been a lot of talking. I've seen like a whole bunch. It kind of makes me feel like we're uh, we were ahead of the curve because, like, right after we did our podcast, like, there's a bunch of things coming out where people are using their platform to talk about their marriage like there's the uh couch conversations unfortunately those people have a lot more money with devel and, and his and wife resources and so they just i mean just black like love was already out and they were on that they stole our idea no they didn't steal it but i think you know people i think more people are just kind of at collectively realizing that a lot of issues that people are having as far as finding a spouse or, you know, if there are in a marriage, maintaining that happily, I think people are realizing that. So people are being more transparent and open about their own marriages because it's a lot. People don't know about this life and they don't understand. Right. Right. So that leads us to, you know, we were watching the red table talk with Will and Jada, um, you know, when they did those both parts and, I thought it was interesting when they were talking about their expectations and how they don't have any more period. Me and Ray talked about that, you know, openly. And we decided, you know, that that wouldn't be our life, you know, absolutely zero expectations of somebody. But I thought it would be interesting to talk about, you know, kind of what your expectations were at the beginning of this whole shindig. And then like how those have changed now that we're, like a year plus into it. I think you could say, depending on who you're talking about, you know, hopefully with your spouse, you could say, we don't have any more expectations of each other. Uh, and still at the same time, still understand, you know, it's boundaries in this relationship that would definitely end it if they were crossed, you know? So uh, to say like, I don't expect her to, be the one that comes home always cooks always cleans always takes care of the kid um you know it's it's fair 
you know, versus saying, I don't expect you to never, or I don't expect you to, you know, only sleep with me in this marriage. You know, I think that's crossing the line of uh, unreasonableness when you say there's no expectations on things. Well, I think the interesting thing that Jada and Will opened up about was that you have to decide what your normal is within your relationship. So well, I don't, yeah, yeah, so that's true. I don't, well. I don't think it's anything reasonable or unreasonable. I think that's subjective. But that's why I asked you specifically, you know, what were some of your expectations about well, marriage? Well, yeah, I it? just wanted to open up with the fact that, you know, I think, like I say, depending on who you are or what your relationship is, you know, you know, what's a reasonable, um, you know, thing to assume that you would not do based off how we want this relationship to work. But, you know, for me, some things that um, I had, I, I've been, I mean, I'm. I'm 29. I got in this relationship. We were 28 and, you know, we've been dating for a long time, but just in my whole thought process, I didn't want to come into this with any kind of expectations of what I needed you to do. I had always said, I don't need a woman for anything other than sex, you know, I mean, you know, and companionship every now and then, you know, I don't want you to be all up under me or whatever, but you know, those were just really only the things. I didn't need a woman. I didn't need her to do anything for me. So, you know, for me, it wasn't like, you got to do this, this, and this. Yeah, I didn't have a list or anything like that. So, that's kind of how I came at it. Okay. Well, I will say that I am one of those people who had a ton of expectations for marriage. But I also think that, like um, Jada Pinkett Smith said, you know, Marriage as an institution is kind of brought up from an early age to be just a long list of like expectations. Like marriage in itself, Definitely. marriage in itself is a bunch of do's and don'ts, which is why people sometimes develop a negative connotation. Like, oh, the old ball and chain. All right, now you're locked down because like now, like you have all these. You have to be specifically accountable to somebody. And that's like the only other person you'll be like strictly accountable to in your life other than, you know, your parents or your job, if you value those. But other than that, you are making a decision. Those other things you don't even really pick except for your job. But, you know, you need to make money. So this is something that you are of your own volition, you know, committing to just be submissive towards like all these demands and all these expectations. Like and I feel like especially growing up in the Christian atmosphere, like there's so many, you know, you go to church and there's whole classes and ministries. Like this is what a husband has to do. This is what a wife should do. Like, and this is how y'all should raise y'all's children. Boom. I think a lot, uh, I think that causes a lot of problems in relationships though, because, uh, you know, people, I mean, I guess it's a certain group of people who don't mind, but I know a lot of men specifically don't want to be told what they supposed to be doing or else they failing as a man, you know, or they're not holding up their end of the bargain. If they're not, you know, meeting all the checklists that, you know, come with marriage and, and the expectations traditionally. So it's like, um, you know, other, you know, outside of the vows that you set, you know what I'm saying? To love and having to hold to death, do us part, et cetera, et cetera. You know, none of that sets out what kind of roles you expect the other person to to hold in the family, uh, what kind of, you know, um, responsibilities they supposed to have because they now have this new title. 
you know what I'm saying? So none of those things, I always felt like none of those things was really like going to be productive for me. I don't want, you know, I just want to play it by ear. You know, I don't like to plan nothing. I'm just out here winging it. You know what I'm saying? I'm letting the Lord guide me every day, step by step, literally. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think about it. So for me, it's like I can't be trying to tell you what you should and shouldn't do. That just don't feel right. But don't you think like that's kind of contradicting yourself because you're saying you're letting the Lord guide you. But a lot of times like people let you also let you let God's spirit guide you, but you also let God's word guide you. So where does that come in? If there's already things that God has said, you know, that you should let guide you in your expectation and your implementation of what you're doing. I think I think the things that God says that you should do as a man is you know none of those things fall on the list of things that women women tell you you should do other than paying for everything and i don't even know where is that where that's at in the bible but being a provider protector you know all of those things personally i feel like that's an innate thing for men you know we all want to be able to do that the problems come up you see the problems with bitter men and stuff like that when they can't foot that bill you know what i'm saying and then you know women talking down and all this like they don't understand struggles that that guys could go through you know what i'm saying so that's when you get all of that kind of stuff but for me like i to get back to the point uh you know like i say the bible has different things specific things that th- that you're supposed to be as a man and a lot of those things aren't things that women will tell you that this is what you should be doing in the relationship yeah i mean i think it's very interesting because like dl hughley was on breakfast club this morning and one of the things he said was he was like you know a lot of men today you know women are out earning getting more education and being entrepreneurs at like way higher rates than men and he was like you know i think that a lot of problems will be solved in this country if that actually motivated men like it used to because his point was that you know back in the day um a lot of men even though they you know, weren't trying to stop a woman's shine, seeing a woman work hard would motivate them to do even more. You know, like I mean, that's definitely a old school mind frame though, because you know, now you're getting like I say, you're getting guys mixed with bitterness from being told they wasn't enough to now with women making more money, now it's like, okay, well you take care of me then since yeah. you're doing all this grinding and, and you and you don't think what I'm doing is good enough. And that was his point. He was saying, you know, and not even it's like it's the broken spirit in a lot of men because it's like nobody's telling you that you have to actually out earn her. But he was saying like, you know, a man in in my in his perspective was like, you're not going to outwork me though. Like I might not be doing as much as you, but I'm going to be busy like you and I'm going to be trying to do something. Like I'm not just going to be the man just sitting here like, you know, oh, well, wifey's doing, doing the whole, uh, baking thing. And I'm just, I just got a job. You know what I'm saying? Like she's going to be the one to do that. Like (laughs) I feel like, you know, that should offend a man. Like if you see your wife is out here like grinding, getting her, nails dirty and like staying up all night and like all you doing is just sleeping and <laughs> I mean, working I, part-time yeah i agree with that <laughs> i don't know how you be just, how dudes just be like chilling you know what i'm saying and i don't want to bring up like the whole you're not i mean you know what i'm saying when she sees you you're not doing nothing that's a whole different situation versus like where you actually not doing nothing <laughs> and, and, and y'all both know it 
You know what I'm saying? That's I don't know how dudes could could be comfortable with that. You know, because like I say, what I what from what I think, what I know, um, innately you want to be able to provide, you want to be able to do all of those things. You know what I'm saying? So whatever might be holding you back, you know, I think that's in you, but you got some other things to deal with because you know you you can't find it in yourself to get up and go find out what you need to do to 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 become somewhat of you know. A respectable man in my opinion of what a man is you know so and i feel like all of this is kind of driven home like when when people have children so that's why i feel like a lot of people they just kind of you know fantasize and hypothesize all on social media and it's like a lot of these, these concepts don't come real until you actually have a family unit mm-hmm. like then you see why and it's like why of course it doesn't make sense why if it's just both of us living together like why you know, I have to be putting in the same work ethic as my wife until I have little kids looking up at me and they're like, my mama works hard. My yeah. daddy doesn't <laughs> like because they'll tell you how they see it. Yep, and, and that's how he stays on the couch all day. Oh, my yeah. God. Like mom has two jobs and she's trying to get a degree and she's trying to further herself. And dad is just cool. <laughs> like they see that. And that's how they will put you in roles in their minds. Mm. And if you're cool with that, then that's y'all and you. But a lot of men, they get offended, you know, because your child will tell you like, oh, uh-uh, this mommy's house. Because mommy does all the all the work around here. I thought it was. And they'll be innocent. They ain't, they not trying to throw no shade. That's how they see it. <laughs> like, they'll tell you what they see every single day. So I think I think that really, you know, hits home for a lot of brothers. And it's like, you know, that's why I think I see a, a, a mentality shift when you ha- have guys with kids and you have guys without kids. Mostly when I see guys arguing about who should pay for what and who's independent, it's usually people who don't have kids. Because <laughs> when your kids see you being that man who's trying to justify why he can't pay for somebody's meal or somebody's da 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 you you really want them to look at you like that? Nah, not really. Most guys, you know, when they grow up, they want their kids to see them as somebody who could pretty much do anything within their power, not somebody who makes excuses, because <laughs> that's what they go remember. But I think, you know, coming into the relationship, I feel like I had lots of expectations that were not even like spiritually based. Like, you know, I had an expectation that we both had to just be like hitting the ground running and like excuse me i had to have somebody who was just you know (laughs) i'm sorry we just had i'm i had some i don't know but anyways i had to deal with the fact that i was you know not really gonna be in a place where it was just always achieving the next goal really and you know that's something that therapy kind of helped me with like kind of seeing like why did I have those those needs and everything like that and just I felt like my spouse was supposed to be like everything you know my motivator my somebody who helps me like a hundred percent in every single part of my life but I mean clearly that 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 had to change my thing was I mean, just to now, you know, now just at this place we're at, man, like, you know, just to be, since we we being blunt and honest and she could burp on the track, I'm going to keep it a hundred. 
like for a large part of the of this year that we've made it through man we was beefed up like we've been to several functions where we was not even talking before we got there like and we probably wouldn't have talked if we didn't need to communicate with each other about where we were or where we were going and stuff like that because we drove together <laughs> like you know what i'm saying it's, it's it's been it's been a fight for a lot of it but a lot of it was really just trying to figure out you know and, and I, I you know in a perfect world you you would do these things while you're dating you know what i'm saying but hey things happen how they happen you know what i'm saying so uh, a lot of it was just figuring out you know what i'm saying what we were you know who we, who we were you know what i'm saying like who she was trying to figure out who I am. I was trying to figure out who she was in in a dating space. You know what I'm saying? We knew each other. We knew a lot about each other, but just as far as what we expected. We never, like, lived together. Yeah, you to, know, and like I say. Had to be with each other every day. Yeah, you know, had to be with each other every day. What we, you know, and that was the expectations. Like I say, a lot of the problems was for her because I didn't have no expectations, like I was saying. But, you know, I still had to adjust because you know a lot of the problems were she had expectations and i you know either i didn't know that that's what the expectations were that she had in her mind or i didn't agree with them you know whole you know it could be whatever it was that caused us to be at odds but at the end of the day you know if i wanted this to work and i did i had to figure out you know where we could meet in the middle maybe even you know if i could move a little close oh you know go over the 50 percent mark and be on her side so she could be happy and at least have, you know, something she expected out of a husband that's, you know, fair and reasonable, you know, I could be that. So, um, you know, we just, we, we were finally getting to that place now, I think. Um, so, like she said, a lot of it was just re, re rearranging what she thought a marriage was supposed to be and, you know, figuring out what this marriage is and how we're going to do this thing and what works best for everyone. So, you know, um, and still be able to get everything that you want, but it's just not gonna come the way you thought. I think I think that's that the note you ended on was very very profound because it that's the that's the thing too. Like people gotta realize when you're working around expectations, like a lot of things have to happen organically, and you're gonna yeah. want you're gonna want them to happen like overnight yeah. like but it, some stuff has to happen organically and it has to be genuine and let me, I, I don't mean cut you off but just one story i read uh online was one thing that just always sticks with me whenever we dealing with something it's just like this guy he was he uh him and this guy and this old and this young boy and they're looking uh the young boy is like hey man you've had that truck you know it's this old truck he had and he's like you had that truck for you know, like 30 years and it's still running good. Da, 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 da. And the guy was like, you, you know, I, I didn't always start out with that truck like that. You know, I had to I had to do this to the truck and I had to do that to the truck and just to make sure that the truck was what I wanted to be by the time we got here. And that's something I always think about. You know, I can't you know, she might have had some things I ain't like about her and vice versa. But, uh, you know, we we really just molding each other. We got to be got to be pliable you got to be flexible in this in these in any relationship you know because you know everything ain't gonna be what you want and everything not gonna be what they want but you got to figure out how you can make it work and I think a lot of people told us that you know going into marriage I mean I don't think we understood the intensity of it because we're still working through it like we only a year in and you know some people are like 30 years in this like our parents 
And it's like they all said the same thing, you know. You just didn't listen. They like, it wasn't like this when we first got together. So just understand, like, it's going to be growing pains. And if you really want to make it work, like, it's going to be uncomfortable sometimes. Because, you know, you guys are going to have to make make your reality what you want it to be. Like, it's not just going to poof. Okay. Now, now it's exactly like we wanted it. Just because we had one good talk. <laughs> like... <laughs> No, it is like, you know, we see that and it's like even now, like that's why I can't go on and say, you know, we're not gonna have no more rough patches for the rest of the year or for the rest of, you know, the next few years because we got it all figured out. Like, no, it's like now I know that those are kind of natural things that happen. So now I can now when we now it's like when we come across those things, like it's not that big of a it's not I wouldn't say it's not that big of a deal, but it's not it doesn't feel catastrophic. Like, it used to feel like, oh, my God, like, we are just effing up so bad. Like, it is like, this is so far from what I wanted that I want to walk away. Like, but now I know, you know, that's just, this is just another thing we got to get over. Yeah. Like, and so now that we can see conflict like that, like, we, we don't have to really, you know, get so crazy about it. And even if it does get crazy, because it has gotten crazy, we, <laughs> we can kind of snap back a little a little quicker than we used to i would say that i would say that at least you know even even when we do argue now it's kind of like you know a few hours later you know what <laughs> we got it we got it we got to figure this out so what where are we gonna go eat and talk about it or you know just something because it's like now we we understand that like it's it's not gonna benefit nobody for us to walk around here not talking to each other for for a few days like we definitely got to communicate and just kind of figure out where it is we can meet in the middle. But I definitely think a lot of it does come from expectations. Cause like, even like Ray, Raymond was saying, like your lack of expectation is in itself almost an expectation. Like you basically set a whole bunch of expectations. Like, and that's what caused the friction. Like, you know, I expected that you would just leave me be. <laughs> <laughs> Like those are expectations. Yeah. It's not that you, they were passive expectations. Like it wasn't like you were requiring any action out of me, but you did expect a certain environment. So a lot of friction is always going to come when there's an imbalance in expectations. Like, no, no, no. You know, you're not going to be going out all hours of the night and going to after hours and strip clubs while I'm pregnant, while we have babies at home. Shit probably in the future no <laughs> like it is just you know there's just certain parts of your life that I think that's why people say you have to be ready because marriage is a lot of just you're changing so you have to kind of let go and mourn those parts of your youth lies you do lies you do no you don't you do. No, you don't. Maybe like not going to the after hours or the strip club. Okay, well, that's a part. That was a part. That was a big part of your life. I mean, but that's a part of everybody's <laughs> life. Everybody grows out of that for the unless you're making money doing it, you know, for the most part. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. A lot of people, but a lot of people, you know, family is the catalyst that makes them change out of that. I'm just saying that it ain't no reason that you got to stop doing anything that ain't harmful to the relationship. Right. But I think, I, like I said, naturally, and even you agree, most people kind of start to grow out of things once they get into a family life. Uh, that's the only way to handle and it so, is for it to naturally happen. And so, but it's like, that's just kind of 
the progression of life. Like you start to look around and realize either, you know, this isn't beneficial to my family unit or B, there's those sad people who don't even have no family. Then they just realize all my other friends have gone on and are doing different things with their weekends. So I'm the only one up in here. You get there and, <laughs> and, and everybody there five years younger than you. Then, you know, it's time to go home. Shoot five. A lot of your friends creeping on 10. Depending on what club they go to. <laughs> so, you know, but I definitely think that, that ain't nobody 10 years younger than my friends in the strip club were, were really doing nothing. They just in there watching strippers. They ain't paying nobody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, but there's, I mean, there's, there's just a lot of, a lot of things that you got to kind of adjust to when, when you are making a decision to get married and like I said it depends on your relationship because there are some people who still do a whole lot of stuff I bet they the happy ones too I mean you never know you never know like but because I think whatever the dimension of your relationship is y'all are going to have a relationship problem any close people whether it's your best friend if y'all are super close and have to see each other all the time Y'all probably gonna have relationship problems. <laughs> like, yeah, it's always it's always like gonna it's be a, uh, disagreements. Yeah, things there's, like that, there's so. there's relationships. You know, even people who who are married and have open relationships, and people who have threesomes, and people who have like some of the you know lightest limits you would think of as far as restrictions on a relationship, they have issues too. So, I don't. I think that whatever limit you put on your relationship. You know, y'all have to just kind of cultivate that and understand over time, because what I what I found was like we ran into a lot of like situational issues. Like even after we put down expectations, it would be like, damn, this happened again. And you'd be like, well, you didn't say if I did X, Y, Z, you would do A, B, C. Like because this is X, Y, K. And I'm like, Really? Just because that one little thing you didn't, you didn't, you didn't know. And he just like, no. So like over time, like now we've gone through so many specific situations. Now you do know (laughs) (laughs) my answer about every single thing. I think you gotta, you uh, you gotta be, you gotta have an open mind about things because of situations like that. You get, you get, you know, you set the the rules or whatever and you, y'all can't do, or he can't do this. Like she said, she said, you can't go to the after hours and the strip club. So, okay, can I just go to the club then? You know, I'll be home at, at 1, you know what I'm saying, one thirty, whatever. Get Maybe I'll leave a little early. I ain't trying to be there when the club closed. But, you know what I'm saying, can I still go out and hang out with my people every now and then? So, yeah, you know. That's fine. That's fine. I, I, I'm not saying you don't let me. I'm just saying that's how, that's how you, uh, you know, you, you got to handle situations, you know, because if it was – Originally, it was like, you know, hey, I don't want you going out late, being here, here, here. It was like, okay, so I'm going to go out, but I'm not going to stay out as late. And and then, you know, and if that causes the problem, then you got to be, you know, with as the person who has the problem, you know, you got to be able to approach that in a different way, not, not like you had already addressed that issue. You know what I'm saying? You got to be like, okay, I, I didn't say how late. So, you know, okay, I can't be mad that they didn't, that what my late and what their late is ain't the same ideas. So I think that's important when you got, um, you know, things that you want your spouse to do. You got to be 
you got to address it. But then, you know, if something comes up, you can't be mad like you already told them before. Um, and even if you did, shit, this is, you know, assuming, you know, these are new things or a new relationship or, you know what I'm saying, something like that. Uh, you know, wh- you think we're, the people are robots or something like that? You can't just be like, all right, I told you one time, you better not ever do it again or is, is all hell going to break loose. Like, you, you, you're begging for a problem when, especially if it's like a behavior or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So. I think that's important when you just when you are, you know, in a relationship and you have things that you want or need out of your spouse. Oh, definitely. And I and I really think, you know, that being a teacher helped me a lot with that concept. Um, Just knowing that people are human and people are flawed and most people are just still little kids like on the inside. So you really got to have patience and learning as a process. I'm reading a book about learning right now called Make It Stick. Um, and you really got to like to actually learn something. It takes a whole lot more than just getting, you know, yelled at and disciplined and dot, 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 dot. Like it takes conditioning. It takes, you know, patience and compassion and time to let it sink in. Like, and it's going to take some mistakes. Like it's going to take a whole lot of like, cause I teach first graders. So I can see this on a, on a real rudimentary level, like every single day, like, you know, but it's like, if you let them fall, and you keep on correcting them and catching them in the act so they can correct, then you'll start to see, okay, because then they might have had a qu- they might not have known exactly what to do or what not to do. But when you catch them, you say, that's not it. <laughs> they say, oh, this isn't it? Okay. Then they probably won't do it again because now they know what it's not and they know what it is. Yeah. So, you know, just just being able to do those types of things. And that's why I think it is marriage is a valuable relationship tool. Cause that's why some people never make it out of that long-term relationship stage. Cause you never have that space to really teach and really be around each other. Like you have to be around people so many, so much to be able to learn about them and to teach them about you. Like it has to be like, like he said, like a, almost a day in day out thing, you know, cause you never know when somebody might do something that you can point out as a teaching moment. Definitely. It could could be any time, any time of the day or night. And you can just point it out like, hey, that's what I was talking about. Oh, really? And a person might never have seen it it before. But three o'clock in the morning, (laughs) you know, there happens to be some situation and now it clicks. But if y'all are just in a a regular relationship and y'all are at ends like, okay, so maybe the only times you see this person are certain times of the day. And then that might be when they're on when they're on their best game. So you don't really know. Yeah, definitely. So, I j- like I, I'm prepared for the time frame that we're gonna see each other. I got my eyes dotted, my T's crossed, because I know if I do this, this, or this, probably gonna be some words. So I'm gonna make sure we don't even go that route. And that's a lot of what I feel like the adjustment period was with us, because it was like we spent a lot of time together previously and had dated. But it was like it was structured still. Definitely. Like we only saw each other at certain time. We don't, I would come to your house. I might have spent the night. It was always but planned. It was, it was at a certain time. It was at night, you know, or it was on your day off. Or it was just like, you know, it was just still so, so limited. Like we didn't know each other in a raw way because we didn't see each other in those times where we were most vulnerable, like where we weren't our best self. Like you're not a morning person. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't have to deal with you a lot of mornings when there was stuff to be done. Yeah. Or like, you know, you didn't get to 
see me when I was being moody and felt like being by myself. Like, cause I would only come over if I felt like having to be in, in your company. <laughs> so, you know, just, just different types of situations like that, that we were just like, like, I, I remember just being like the very first time I realized, I was like, Oh my God, this man really just plays video games all day. I was like, you never played video games when I was around. And you was like, well, you never were around me when I had time to play video games. Like, I saw you so rarely that when you were around, I gave you all my attention. So that was like, okay. <laughs> you know, so it just, expectations are, are really different um, when it when it comes to the reality of marriage. And that's why people say that it, it is an adjustment, um, period. And where do you think those expectations come from? It's going to be our last point. Where do you think those expectations come from? I think a lot of expectations come from what you consume, you know, or who you trust and what you emulate, you know, because with, with, with my parents' relationship growing up, um, I really appreciated how they, you know, no matter what happened, they were always together. And I could always, you know, I felt like I could pretty much count on the fact that neither my dad nor my mom was going anywhere. Um, and I don't know whatever they had to do to they had to both go in their closet and get on their knees every night for however many years, you know, whatever it took, they did that away from us. So me and my, I have two sisters and, you know, at the end of the day, we always knew it was going to be mama and daddy, uh, you know, in the same, you know, we could always say that it wasn't going to be like, I got to go see my dad for Thanksgiving and my mama on Christmas, you know, it, it wasn't ever none of that. So I think like that's a big part of, you know, for, for me, you know, it's like I can't, you know, two things, honestly, like I said, I'm keeping a hundred, two things, honestly, kept us, kept me in this whole relationship. One pro tip for everybody, get some, some kind of assets together that will make it hard for you to leave first off. And then, <laughs> you know, cause we got a house and a kid. And I know for a lot of people, kid ain't a, ain't a, and a, uh, a thing that will keep them together anymore, but a house will definitely make you reconsider your mm-hmm. uh, your options. But health insurance, you know everything. Saying? I got yeah. I, I just I just redid my insurance. I was like, man, I couldn't leave. I had to go and redo all of this <laughs> shit, man. I'm not finna do that. But <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, my expectations were formed from like I say, my parents, them always being together. I, it's it's really important for me to have for my son and future kids, God willing to be able to have that same experience because I know that was so important for me and I just see a lot of people who are who happen to be single parents and it's like man I just I can't imagine you know what I'm saying what that's like when for one trying to date being a single parent you gotta be like hey especially if y'all beefing she'd be like hey Jasmine can you come get can you come get three that's my son that's why I call my son can you come get three and she like why I'm like, and oh. it's like the way that you know the world is crazy out here now. Like now, you gotta even find somebody you could trust with your kids. You know, so it's just like. hard. It's just a lot of stuff that would have went into that. But I mean, so those two things, like I say, get some assets together, and then me seeing my parents always working it out, however they did it, was some was something that made me feel like that was my expectation. Like, all right, if I get married. That, that's what it's gonna be we're not doing so that so you were kind of on like the will smith like you know i don't get divorced i mean i don't yeah i mean because i don't have no knowledge of that you know what i'm saying i didn't know where to begin i'm i, I wasn't gonna google how to get a divorce you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i had no knowledge of that and i couldn't go to them talking about hey talking about hey this not gonna work <laughs> you know what i'm saying because 
they done been thugging it out for a couple, you know, I don't know how many years, at least 30 something. And, and but I also want to give a shout out to our godmother, Idia. Uh I know cuz we one 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 event we went to, we was beefed up was her wedding. And we was beefing. We I don't think nobody knew, but we me and Jasmine was was really beefing that day. And I know like <laughs> I know like at the uh somewhere in there, you know, idiot she she told us she was like, you know, she had given up on love and she was like, Man, I don't know if it's for me and you know, this this day she getting married and she was like she stuck in there cause Jack cause she seen Jasmine and me, Jasmine and I and how our relationship was and I was like, Man, that that means a lot. You know, I told her, I was like, you know, you don't know how much that means right now because we, me and her was, was beefing that day, like, for real. But, you know, back to the point, you know, my expectations really just came from what I what I observed growing up. I didn't, I mean, my expectation of not having an expectation came from dating, you know, just really dating and social media. Just seeing people like women always like, a man got to do this and a man got to do that and he got to be this and he got to be that. I was like, man, I don't like that. And I don't want to put that on nobody else. Like, you know what I'm saying? Do what you do. You know, I, you know, if I choose you, I, I, I tried my best to figure out what you're about, what you do, who you are, and make sure I could deal with those things and make sure you could deal with me and, and what I do. So that's that, that. So those are really where my expectations was formed. But it's like, you know, people people change, too. So that's why I think, like, you got to have, like, some universal expectations and some universal guidelines. I think mine came from my parents also and just my personality type. Like, I think that the things that I've been through and my personality, like, I even tell this because I talk to my sister a lot about this because we're kind of different on this. And I say, you know, I'm the type of person who, like, and even we talked about this with the therapist. Like, I'm the type of person who... I am like what they call insecurely attached like and that's something that you get from a baby like babies are different in that way like so I was like the type of person who you know when mom went away like I would just be wilding out and just crying because like I like being in close physical contact to feel like affection so like that's that's what I get like and I'm like I I feel at ease when I'm with people who I love and I don't even really have to be talking to you like, I just like knowing that you, you like being around me and that we're there. Like, I go over to my parents' house all the time, and I'm not even always engaged with them. I might just go over there and take a nap in the living room, but I like being surrounded by them. Or I like going and sleeping in the bed with my mom, Like, and I just like that. So it's like, you know, I could never be in a type of relationship or marriage where, like, somebody was just like, hey, you know, I'll go, like, a whole, like, 28 hours without seeing you and just pop up like hey babe hey did you have a good time like no i can't do that <laughs> i i can't like i that's that doesn't feel like love to me and that's just me you know like and and i like i like being like that i like being up under you know the people who i like being with and that's how my family unit was too like i never really saw my dad or mom just being like going on hella like girls trips or boys trips and leave yeah. and leaving us and just turning up with their friends like they didn't have like a like a turn up night where they would just get smacked and I wouldn't see them for a couple days like cuz that's just what they do like I didn't have that yeah me neither like I grew up just knowing that like my parents kind of their best friend was each other and when they and their friends were each other's friends so when we would go do stuff we would go do stuff with them with their families or or if I went to do stuff with my mom it would be like you know, to go see their kids 
yeah. and stuff. Like it wasn't just like you know we're going with mom to happy hour with her friends. Like <laughs> no, it was just they they had really structured it to be like family, yeah. family, family, family. Either it's our family or it's our family and another family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like they really like drove home family life. So that's what I saw from my life. Like I was like, I can't wait to have a family so we could do family stuff. <laughs> like I don't get how some people. I I still to this day don't get how some people want a family. So they can still do single stuff. <laughs> like, no, I wanted this so we can do family costumes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we, we, I, I wanted a kid so we, we so we can have a a, a baby incredible. <laughs> like that's that's what I saw. Like the missing piece. <laughs> so had a little dash. Yeah, that's that's those were my expectations. Like I I I I had an expectation of family, like real ho- hardcore family, and that's because like me and Ray said, we had we had really structured family units. So, but I think you know I think some a lot of it has come to fruition. So I think that's why it's important to know what your expectations are. But I think it's important to also understand what expectations are based on the wrong thing so that those can easily go out the door when there's a when there's a conflict yeah like what expectations like because that's how it's about it's about prioritizing your expectations like some of them you should have some some deal breakers i mean i know will and jay so they don't have any deal breakers we have deal breakers but make sure your deal breakers are really like something that if it all ended and you look back on it a few years later would you say like was that worth ending it over like or could i have could i have mended it yeah could i have just could i have just accepted it and moved on and i think a lot of people need to start thinking about that before you even get into this world because that's gonna be conversations y'all gonna have to have early on like they even asked us that in marriage counseling you know like what you gonna do when it get hard yeah like they were like they were like decide right now what are the issues you willing to split over <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> do you think that this person will be a perpetrator of those issues? Yeah, and they're just saying like you know, and make sure that it's not you know you don't want to have a super long list, but just make sure that you know because you can't like the person can't say like I didn't know I could make that mistake. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, and just understand that like you know everything else you're gonna try to work through because there's that those are vows. That's it, man. You can't, you know, you know, social media how you believe in, like, and I, I'm a big fan of social media, so don't get me wrong, but you got to be able to take everything with a grain of salt, you know what I'm saying? You, it'll have you believing that, you know, people have this list and everybody got to be cookie cutter to the list, you know what I'm saying? You got to be shaped perfectly to what is on someone's list, you know what I'm saying? And if it don't work, Boom, I'm back jumping in DMs, you know what I'm saying? So you really got to find, you got to figure out what you want out of a partner and figure out what you don't want and find somebody who fits in the middle. Yeah, I think just being unconditional and being adaptive and just being somebody who really loves the person. Like, I think, um, I know I said it was going to end, but I had to get this in too. Like we were talking about the, yes, other, keep preaching pastor. We were talking about other day that post about the man who said that he was really unhappy with his wife because she put on 60 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> like You're trying I, to be here for a whole nother hour. No, 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 no. But I was just like, you know, was his expectation that she not put on that much weight? Like, <laughs> 
I mean, maybe his expectation was she don't put on this much weight while we could still be, like, healthy and I haven't put no weight on. You know what I'm saying? We get old. I done put some weight on. She done put some weight on. It's cool. That's such a, we that's... still young and you out here not doing nothing and you gaining weight and I ain't gaining no weight. Now now he could judge you. Like, that's, just, that's such a fickle expectation, though. Like, I don't even think I, I could get with somebody who – you know, felt like that. Like, I feel like if I was dating somebody and we had that conversation and they said that, like, I would be turned off. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, if I, put, especially if I have your kids, like, if I put on weight, Listen, you're going to be, be disgusted with me? I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, different, I mean, having kids, that's completely different. And But even with that, I think it's a limit. I'm going to just be honest and speak for all the men out here. You know, I married you because, and, and I dated you from the jump because you were athletic and you worked out if you wasn't athletic and you didn't work out and you was thick i probably might not have really been trying to be serious because that then you know it was all it was all mathematics to the shit you know what i'm saying so it was like if you if you if you thick and you know i i was looking you know my people my sister was like look at somebody parents look at their mama that'll tell you what they gonna look like you know if you was thick now and your mama fat and you don't work out, and you don't make a big deal about eating right, it wasn't going to be, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't see that happening because I'm a big dude. Two big people can't work together. You know what I'm saying? You thick. You ain't big. You know what I'm saying? So you big in all the right places. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So that was, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, it was all mathematics. You know, if you were skinny and and, and your mama was skinny, you know what I'm saying? Then, then okay, it was a different story because, you know, you probably ate like shit, but you had a fast-ass metabolism. And, and, and I see, like, it that continues for a long period of time based off your mama. So, like, this, this, that's what I'm saying. This is probably a mathematical equation that a lot of men have in their minds because, I mean, I mean, nowadays big women are, are coming up, you know what I'm saying? But when I was growing up, that wasn't cool. That wasn't a thing to be looking for. So, But I guess what, what my thing was was, like, I mean, I get that, and – like I said, we already started off and said, so I guess I can't go back and say, you know, everybody has their expectations that they're entitled to, but I'm not like that. So that's why I feel like it wouldn't work for me because I like once I'm like deeply in love with you, like I'm not going to just shut it off because of your physical appearance change. Like, I don't I don't that's not what type of person I am. Like, and I feel like I can't be with somebody who's not like that on that regard. Cause like, I am loving you unconditionally appearance and, and all. And like, you can do the same for me. Cause people do go through things like, and people, and people who are going through those types of things, they need to be loved through it even more. I mean, I think you got to understand that, you know what I'm saying? Also in that post, he said a little bit about how he was encouraging and trying to do this, trying to buy the food, trying to take it to the doctor, make sure it wasn't nothing serious. So, you know what I'm saying? I think uh, when it comes to that kind of stuff, it's, it's levels to it. You know, what's the breaking point? You know, if your partner is telling you this is bothering them, you know, th- is it ever something that you care about? And I mean, is like, it ever a time where they could be like, they don't, they're not listening I, to I me? I mean, like I said, though, like, I feel like, you know, oh, girl, like, it probably was enough for her to probably walk away at that point. Cause like at what the point that you're making me feel like something is wrong with me just because of my weight. Like that's, that's how I know we already got a problem. Like instead of like you either being genuinely concerned about my health and that's the issue that you're worried about. You're worried about the fact that you don't find me attractive no more, which is always is also kind of weird. You know, like I know people who 
have known girls since they've been in college who put on mad weight and they still they finna get married you know what i'm saying like they just you know it's it wasn't about that I mean, I don't know. Maybe, like I say, it's, it's, it's everybody's different. But in that case, maybe she's not that great of a person. Maybe she was fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so he gave, you know, he let her slide on all of the other personality uh, flaws she may have had. So maybe that's, you know, it's like, okay, now nah, look, this shit getting ridiculous. Like you was already boring and slow and, and asking me for money all the time. Now you fat. Now, now, now the law is just drawn there. I can't. The camel's back has been broken. Because once, because once again, like that's kind of what I grew up around. Also, like I grew up. Not even just my parents went through this, but a lot of other of my friends' parents went through this as well. And they are have strong marriages. You know, like take like a lot of the couples at my church. Like the women are significantly bigger than they were. <laughs> 20 30 years ago and it's like but their men you know put them on a pedestal yeah like you know that's that's my big five <laughs> that's that's true man. a lot of you old know? guys got big wives you know honestly like, i'll always be like how do you do it like but i mean i guess after that's love. many years you know what i'm saying after many years it's just kind of like look this is and, and, and i'm sure a big part of that was they didn't marry them it was probably like What's like 60 40 looks You know what I'm saying like, Yeah like I mean It's 50, not 50 even. Like and I feel like As y'all grow together In marriage too Like you start to Love the other parts About them more Yeah definitely So you know you're not And, and you older So your dick don't work Like you used Shut to Shut up so, You know the fact She's big now Is a big deal Yeah too. you realize That you're changing She's loving your changes mm-hmm. You gotta that, love that, She love that limp dick You gotta love her When she You big. gotta love her Through her changes She might have She might have Saved your life A couple times Oh yeah She's bared your changes children she's made sure that your house is a home she's she's a a catalyst of great things and change in your life and all you could see is a hundred pounds <laughs> like, <laughs> that's really sad if, if that is the case yeah, that's the case that's definitely but <laughs> you know i don't think a lot i don't think people in dating have these have these same uh you know qualifiers to them being not wanting a fat girlfriend no more but but that guy was married, oh, and he said married? for five years. Oh, you're right. He did say that. <laughs> oh well, I don't know. Like I say, maybe she made a lot of money or something. Some it was some <laughs> had to be some some other reason he got with her. Or no, it looks had to be the only reason he got with her. And then you know what I'm saying those are some other things maybe. But you like know. if you if you if you're marrying somebody with the expectation that they physically stay a certain way, stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. Maybe marriage isn't for you. That was one of my comments. Maybe marriage isn't for you. If you really just want things to be that stable, because it's never going to be that stable. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just really just going to happen. Like I say, you know, if you, if you, if you, like, I mean, I think you got to really, I mean, like I said, I like how he approached it, though. The fact that he was trying, and then, you know, if it's unreceived or, you know, whatever the case may be, then you make your decision. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, 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 didn't, I didn't like his intent. Like, I didn't like it just seemed kind of selfish to me. Like you're the fact that you're because I feel like I went through this as a kid. And it's like to feel like somebody is bothered by something about you physically and it's not even them. That's a whole nother level of insult. <laughs> like, like your weight is embarrassing me. But I mean, in a in a marriage, you know, that's that's a little different because, you know, for me, this is if you want this to be romantic, you know, we gotta go there. We gotta ex- address these situations. If you're expecting this to be a romantic relationship, if you're not, 
then okay that's you know to to get mad at me for gaining weight is unfair but if you want to have sex and you want that person to be attracted to you then you know these are things that matter to them just like anything else that matters you gotta you should i mean as but a, as do a you spouse think, you should be cognizant you, of those things i mean first of all i mean i guess this is why i've never met i don't i don't even know these type of guys who are only attracted to a, a certain type of frame but Lies. I, I don't i promise you do i i don't really like cause, you don't know you do it I don't. You do. I mean, do. cause like I said, like especially especially skinny guys, like skinny girl type guys. Like I don't know any of them, so it's like the, all the guys I know are very open to big women. <laughs> like, hey, what's your definition of big though? Big, like, bigger, big, bigger, bigger than that guy was and, complaining about. And big and athletic, or just big? Just big, like big, like you know, huge titties, stomach. You know what I'm saying? Like, see, look, 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 look. I'm glad you said that because if she had a big stomach and little titties, no, hell no. (laughs) That is a weird combination. I ain't got no beef with none of y'all, but I promise you, girls with big titties and big stomachs. We even even saw a lot at the at the weddings we went to because, like you said, it's not even old guys. Like it's some little guys. Like they skinny, but they got like a woman who. Weight got like a hundred pounds on them, and maybe that makes them feel like they with their big mama. That's because they cook. That's why. <laughs> Those are dudes who like to eat. Hey. And they probably be buying stuff. Girls with big women insecure, so they do a lot more. That's not true. A lot of them. It used to be, like I said, that they getting way more secure now. But it used to be big women. You could guarantee like they was I gonna said, cook and they was gonna spend some money there's, on you. There's there's hella big women though now who like really have niggas thirsting after them because it's like a lot of guys aren't ashamed anymore because. It used to be right, it used right. to be guys would talk about you because of who and you they really eat. wanted to be with. you. Yeah, they really wanted to be with you. Like I, I like the I like full figure women. But see now, now what big women doing? So instead of they, they probably still cooking, of course. But instead of spending money on you now, they know how to how to be attractive. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's an actual thing being attractive. You could you could you might be naturally attractive. You might be cute. But to actually be, you know what I'm saying, put the work in to be, be seductive. You know what I'm saying? Put the makeup on, do your hair nice, however you do it, wearing nice clothes that's revealing or throw whatever. A, throw you know a what girdle on, push them boobs up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like make it make make it pleasing to the eyes, whatever you got. You know what I'm saying? Somebody gonna like it, but try to try to do something with it. Yeah, sure. So I mean, but that's why I was like, you know, it's it's so shallow to me that like and then the guy was like she had put on 60 pounds from 135 like that's not even huge like who are you you can't handle a 200 pound woman and you a grown man she probably just eating hot cheetos all day though <laughs> that's what that's the only thing and she 195 and you ain't like and you was tripping on that that's, that had to be all hot cheetos that's all it was hot cheetos and takis and arizona sweet teas he dating, he dating a a high school girl. I just don't. I I, I didn't understand that. Like a high school I, Mexican girl. Like the <laughs> fact the fact that like that would just turn you off sexually. Like they acting like it was like I, the only way I could see you know somebody really realistically being like I can't have sex with you is like if they got to like six hundred pound life status, and it's like now it's really a physically daunting task for both of us to get it all. Like I think, I think women and men have always been. Like and, and this 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 thing has always like fascinated me low key like cause you know what I'm saying nowadays women is like I like big men I like them chunky I like them thick etc cetera, etc cetera. and 
and granted, bigger women are, are, are becoming a lot more popular these days. But you know, men was never been like that. Men was ne- not publicly. I mean, maybe whatever created the public hey, shame. Not a, not you know a, not that until was Drake was like, I like my girls BBW. <laughs> but people don't 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 get BBWs misconstrued with uh with extra BBWs because any woman who think they chunky fat whatever will throw themselves in the bbw category and we seen we ain't never seen drake with no fat woman like i said it just depends the standard has changed especially with all the strip club culture like uh malaya before she lost all that weight true bbw fashion (laughs) you got hips if you still got hips a waist ass ratio then by all means do your thing if you ain't got no, you ain't got no. Uh, if you ain't got no waist to hip ratio, everything one size, you round. You know that's like, that's, like, that's like, a different category. Like her 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 bottom was was huge. Her bottom half, huge. Look, you, look, look. You could be. I'm, I mean, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong out there, listeners. But find me a find me a fast stripper, and find me a fast stripper that's making money. There's plenty. Find me a fast stripper that's making money. There's plenty. I ain't seen nothing in no rap videos, so I don't know how plenty it is. Mm. I just, I guess they just got the fat suck out their stomach. That's it. <laughs> that's all they do. Hey, like I say, it's it's, it's that's ways what, that's, that's, it. that's what Malaya did. That's what Johnny Blaze did. Get be, get the fat sucked out your, your stomach, but because you fat everywhere else, gotta so be strategic. Your bottom might be like a size twenty, <laughs> but you ain't got no waist because you got it sucked out. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, make make the money work for you. I do. Well, that's all I had to say, man. I, I, my bottom line is, I think you not got to know your expectations, and you got to really be unconditional with the person who you with, whoever you choose to be with. Try to make it work. Try to be really unconditionally faithful to them, and understand that people gonna screw up, and people aren't gonna be who the people who you met. That's that's hard. It's that's a hard thing to mourn. Is the loss of the idea of the person who you first met because you a lot of people we cling to that and that's why a lot of people have find it hard to let go when a breakup is going through because you're like i know that they could be that person they used to be and it's like that maybe they can't because <laughs> they probably went through some stuff and change you know whether it's physically mentally spiritually they might have just changed and if you're willing to change with them you know that's the only way you could keep it going last words my thing is any changes that you make make sure that for the better of whatever the situation is and if you decide to make these changes don't be holier than thou with your spouse or your partner you know don't be just because you decided that you was going to go on a diet that that's what's best for the family you know don't decide just because, you know, y'all used to be smoking and now you don't want to smoke no more that they want to smoke that you better, you making better decisions, you know. Um, everything comes with time. So if that's a good decision, you know, and y'all are working to be on the same page, then eventually they'll come around to the decision that you made and see what you saw. But you can't be trying to, push all your ideals on somebody's you know along with this change thing so you know if you're gonna become a better person quote unquote um you know give your partner the chance to do that because something clicked with you maybe it will click with them maybe it won't but y'all not the same person so you can't 
expect them to do the same things that you do. True. I agree. Well, with that said, you know, I think we are going to go ahead and do what we do for the night. And y'all be blessed. Uh, love and likes fam follow 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 we finally getting some kinks worked out we got the sound a little bit better with less feedback less background noise we're gonna be testing out these new these new beats and things like that getting more tech savvy so we really appreciate all the love all right please uh like share comment on the instagram page we on itunes now um we doing big things Share with your peoples. Let us know what you think. If you got any ideas or suggestions, feel free. Peace. Yeah. Wakanda out.